最古的秀。Welcome to your making it worse. We're here. We're queer. Who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer, and I'm Brent Sullivan, and I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, guys, the holidays are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the holiday season. <laughs> That's not the song. And I'm watching none of these have been movies. songs. We keep singing it. Song. They're not even close. No, to songs. no real songs. Do you guys watch the Hallmark of... movies, the Christmas movies? Because I'm doing a new one every day. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I just watched the Candace Cameron Bure one. They're apparently huge. So good, Danny. From popular. everything iconic, he's been Instagramming yeah. up a storm. Great everything. episode, Danny Pellegrino. You guys should go back right. and listen to that if you haven't. Yeah, it's so they're so trashy good. Yeah, and they look like they were made for like five cents each yeah. of them. And I was watching yeah. the one with the 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 shoe one with Candace Cameron Bure, and she was on Wendy Williams today, and she was saying that all those shoes are actually hers because the budget on those films are very 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 low. Yeah, so they couldn't afford the shoes that she wanted in the movie. Wow, all yeah. Marcus broke. Yeah. Oh my God! Michelle Collins has a little tidbit from when she worked on The View with Candace Cameron Bure, and she said the first day she met her, she said to her, "She wore a Candace Cameron Bure," <laughs> and Candace did not find it funny. Oh well, Candace said today on Wendy Williams that she did not like working at The View. Yeah, she surprise. spilled all the Christian tea. Oh, boy. Uh, I, uh, my, uh, a litmus test for whether I'm going to like someone is yeah. if they're really uptight about their name. Yeah, oh, that's I strange. She is. I remember my I litmus test is if they're There was this girl I knew in college. Her name was Mary Grace, and which is so annoying. And I was like, hey, Mary, nice to meet you. She goes, um, excuse me, it's Mary Grace? <laughs> Grace? My brother's new daughter, they named her Magdalene. They're very Catholic. He converted. And <laughs> and I know, I know. And anyway, they, my mom and I were, my mom was pissed, but my mom was pissed in the way that she's like, I love my new grandbaby. I'll right. call her whatever I want. They were like insisting that you had to call her Magdalene. Not Maggie. Not Maggie, which is the natural name for someone named Magdalene. And then my mom's like, I'm just going to keep calling her Maggie. I went to high school with a really (laughs) trashy girl named Magdalene who ironically had like three abortions. Oh, okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, holidays. uh, Yeah. uh, uh, Wait, there was something else in that tandem that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. It is the holiday season. Yes. They're upon us. It is the holiday season. The Day Parade happened and it was controversial. Yeah, I do feel like this was like a mini controversy. Obviously it's interesting for us to talk about, but it felt like such a miniature controversy which I find so fascinating now. But anyway, what happened Mm -hmm. was, if you you weren't aware, what happened Tell us what happened. Was that the musical, uh, the actors from this musical, The Prom, were performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right. Um, Which I've never watched ever in my life. How come? I have so little interest. Parades are entertainment for the 1800s because they move slowly. 
It's just like a bunch of. <laughs> it's just a bunch of big shit. It's like trumpets and like yeah, you know, but instruments. This is Who cares? Modern. They lip sync on this one. I I have never enjoyed a parade. I mean, I hate mm. being in a parade, but I'll watch it if I'm you know sitting there on the couch you, with my phone out. You watch the the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day? No, not really. Yeah. I like to go. I liked going when I was oh, a kid. See, sure. I hate going. By the way, to each their own. God love you if if that's your thing. I don't I just care don't, about I don't parades. I don't think par- Howard Stern says he wants to outlaw all parades, <laughs> which I, I, I think is hilarious. I mean, I would probably I wouldn't miss them. Yeah, but I don't mind them. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about the gay pride parade in here. That I, I fucking hate, but that's not a parade. Uh, yeah, what well, is that's that? A, what, that's a parade. It's not supposed to be a parade. It's actually started out well, as a march, and they still continue it to be a protest march. Well, also, everyone's like wearing thongs, so yeah. everyone's yeah. wearing it's parades. I wouldn't parade-y. exactly call it a but march. It's a, it's a march with thongs. March yeah. with bones hanging out. <laughs> uh, well, at this, uh, and I guess in a sim- somewhat of a similar capacity, uh, these actors were performing the, from the Broadway show The Prom, and... Um, I guess the big deal was that two of the two of the girls, the two actresses, kissed right. women, and they like. Sh- well, they're they're like in, they're supposed to be in high school, I think. Women. So ultimately, <laughs> uh, ultimately, I saw the shot and it was like uh, it's, it's nothing completely but the, benign. But There's in nothing the musical, to it. They build it up. They build that kiss up, especially within that scene. Sure. To have mm-hmm. it be an, a big moment, which of it course. should be. Have you seen the and, musical? And I, I haven't. No, but I saw the. I you saw read the parade. Wikipedia summary. And um, <laughs> I did my homework. Uh, and in watching it, and the the real sort of backlash. Didn't, I mean, yes, of course, there were the nuts out there being like, faggots! But... Well, that was me, actually. The but, legitimate... Uh, I mean, not legitimate, but the people who were coming back at it were saying that they just weren't prepared for the conversations prepared, right. that they had to have with their children about that. Which... I get, I get. Like, children, it's hard. I'm sure being a parent is very hard, and the things you have to talk to your kids about are very hard. But it's also like, you don't ask for the opportunities when they come to have these conversations with yeah, kids. They just come. Right. I'm actually a little surprised that you think that's acceptable. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. I can yeah. respect, I can absolutely I hear can where you're coming it. from. I don't agree with it, but, but I can yeah. respect I guess that's what I mean. I can, respect like, I can totally hear that. I'm not a parent. And I don't but like, know, you know, people kiss in movies, you know, yeah, don't watch the, movies where people side, kiss when they're four. On the flip side, you know, having the news happen and something shocking happens or, or you see some porn on the internet and you have to explain, no, literally, you have yeah. to explain to a six-year-old what sex is. What that is, what that because is. it just happened. It was in the moment and it happened. You know, there was a Reba McIntyre song mm. called, What Do You Say?, and it was about these difficult conversations that you have that you have with your kids. You're driving by what an adult bookstore with a bunch of X's on the front. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, listen to Reba. Yeah, uh, I love you're Reba. Not wrong. I, love I distinctly Reba. remember having um, a very bizarre. I just remember it so clearly, and I don't know why, but I remember like driving in Manhattan. We're going somewhere. I don't. I don't really remember. And pulling up to a corner, and there was a porn, like a porn shop or whatever, yeah. on the corner. And <laughs> yeah. I was so. Um, as a kid, just so like fascinated and really confused by the posters. Sure. And it was the first time for some reason that I really like noticed and understood that this was something different and there yeah. was something yeah. at play here. And obviously that wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't like a conversation. It was like two Asian women, like one was in the other woman's lap and they were just yeah. like mm. caressing each other. And I was very, like confused by it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I also have to, uh, I would have to agree that, yeah, it's, the thing is, like, yeah, you're not prepared for these conversations, but also, like, that's not how the world works. And secondarily, yeah, control it. I also think that at this point, it's like, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't care. Like, I don't care if, if, well, the, if the timing is off, because let me, let me say this. I was on Hulu, 
And Hulu, for some reason, suggested I watch Step by Step. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was like, well, man, I what wonder... What were you watching before that made that suggestion? Uh, weirdly, well, The View. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. know. I really, it felt very random because it, it suggests shows that I have no interest in watching, including yeah. Step by Step. But I was like, I wonder, as like a lark, maybe I'll just go back and watch like an That's episode because I remember, I remember being really attracted to... <laughs> yeah, me too. The DJ. Actors. DJ or one of the kids in Step by Step. No, you were attracted to the big dumb dude. No, I wasn't. I was attracted to the kid with the. Well, his name is uh, DJ. I believe it's DJ. Something like that. Or AJ. And he's the one who's like tan and cute and has like a weird mullet or whatever. Yeah, cute cute prior to Instagram and the ubiquity of internet porn. Where now you'd be like, ugh. But like when we were 12, it was like, I thought it was super hot. Yeah. It didn't work for me. Well, anyway, so the episode is, is, um, it's, it's just a, you know, a silly like sitcom episode where. He ends up part time working part time with his dad doing okay. construction. He fails at it, All right. and then he inadvertently ends up working part time for his mom in her salon. Okay. Oh, and I remember this episode. Yeah, and the dad has this, and it's like gay panic. The dad freaks yeah. out, and ultimately, it's oh, like sure. th- then he anyway, you know, whatever. There's gay panic. Ultimately, like yeah, yeah. his dad accepts him working in the salon because it's he's just there to like fondle women. As it like there are jokes <laughs> oh, about him like fondling women <laughs> yeah. without going to jail. The kid. Wow. Um, <laughs> But ultimately, in the episode, there were literally like three truly creepy, graphic, ex- not, not graphic, but extensively hypersexual moments with yeah. the parents where I was like, fuck, of course, like, this was so um, pervasive when we were kids. When you think, of, weirdly, you think about like, step by step, I think about like, the Cosby show. I yeah. think about innocent. But like, weirdly sexual moments with the parents or with the Cosby show. Well, you Uncle probably J- didn't recognize as a child. Of course not. Of course not. But ultimately, it's like, then what's the big difference if it's, you watch two two girls kiss in a yeah. in a parade well, and it's like I think I, for me the argument is yeah there are the loons out there who are going to say the why is this why is this being perpetuated in society and giving those people even complaining or talking about those people you're right who cares goodbye we're yeah. not even going to give you the time of day to have that conversation because that's an absurd conversation to have at this point in our culture mm-hmm. but the conversation about the larger conversation about parents and how they deal with what children see in very uncontrollable circumstances within entertainment and internet now is a very real conversation that even gay people are having to have. Right, yeah. but, is and, the, but then the question is, does like does it, seeing it, two girls kiss equate to that? Yeah, yeah, because it's it's the same as it's the exact same as like you know seeing. Uh, a sex joke from step by step that yeah. the kid would probably understand today. You know what I right, mean? Like, right. Mm-hmm. And that the parent would have to have that weird conversation about why Suzanne Summers and that dude from Dallas is having butt sex. <laughs> I remember. You know what I mean? I remember on Growing Pains. On Growing Pains. Uh, once Alan Thick made a reference to his quote fuzzy dice ew, to his yeah. wife Joanna Kearns, who yeah. I thought was the hottest woman until <laughs> I was like in like third grade. I'm like Joanna Kearns is perfect. Wow. Uh, but it was so strange. I remember as a kid being like, that's that's a really graphic nuts joke. Listen, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, even in one episode of Step by Step, he, they were talking about fucking while the kids were gone, her bathing him, she was yeah. doing an axe. It was like, yeah. but, gnarly. But how the parent, like, then there are some parents, like the one that you have quoted here, who say, like, this offense, this corporation is deliberate, uh, whatever. He's just basically saying, like, they're deliberately pushing against an anti. It's an you, anti-LGBTQ, quote-unquote, activist. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you have people like that who are commenting, and they're probably 
probably saying to their kids, this was gross, this was mm. wrong, this is bad. Whereas, like, if you're a good parent, sure, you're caught off guard by having this conversation on Thanksgiving Day. But you actually have a good conversation about this is natural, mm-hmm. this is normal, they're just people. And you maybe don't see it all the time because our culture doesn't have as an open acceptance about this. But it's not wrong. Right. Yeah, uh, maybe I hope. I mean, that's nice to think that remember it's an educational moment. Do you remember what year was it that Madonna and Britney kissed at the MTV Music Awards? 2001? Uh, no. I think a little later. 03, 04? No. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was pretty long ago. Yeah. I swear to God, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong. When I was thinking about that, I could have sworn that right after Madonna and Britney did that, didn't Christina Aguilera at like the <laughs> Clio Awards or something like plant one on Judy Dench? Or no, no, I, there was no. I could have sworn award, no, she did the, something so contrived. At the so same contrived. award, she kissed Madonna, but nobody cared. Oh, that's it. Because she was already in her like skank phase, and yeah. people literally were like, "Okay." But this when Britney is, did it, it was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, but that ultimate, is so funny. There's something about Christina Aguilera. I have no, I have no bone to pick. She's fine. Whatever. She's fine. There's something about her that, like, she's always, like, one step behind, yeah, I feel. Yeah, kind of sucks. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's an, talented. A, really talented, but has kind of, like, hit these bumps along the way and has yeah. never really reclaimed the same, I guess, I don't know, the same stature she once had. It is interesting. I was watching some old clips of Dr. Phil on YouTube recently. Mm, why? Your new obsession. I love He's Dr. obsessed Phil. with Dr. You Phil now. That, right? I hate Dr. Phil. And well, I no, fun, no, he's a charlatan. There's a fun John Ramsey connection to Dr. Phil. I'll tell you afterwards. You know, I went to a taping. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> But uh, and he had a conversation would have been like oh nine twenty ten about gay marriage, and people are screaming at each other from the audience. The the Ooh, guests he boy. had obviously well, he, had, was at the he had pros it, and cons, but it's just of course. But it's just interesting to think that it's eight nine years ago, eight years right. later, and I don't think. Uh, there are certainly people who are still vehemently against we it. But I don't think you would have. Yeah, you have the Republican Party as being like, it's law. Let's move on. Right. Like, oh, they don't even want to have that culture war conversation anymore. It is just, yeah. it's gone. But Largely. Just, yeah. There's some, sure. Yeah, right. but, but yes, for, for the, sure. mo- the Republican Party yeah. in general. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I, Ellie, are you pro or anti gay marriage? I am pro. So into it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say, just to close, I just think I'm glad that, uh, that I think it's great. The idea that, like Alan said, the idea that it's like this. Thanksgiving Day parade thing was a moment, moment, as Oprah would say, a teachable moment. But also, <laughs> sure. it's a teachable moment to be like, it's does it's no different than yes. X, Y, and Z. Let's exactly. move on. And it gave you the opportunity to close out this segment with the theme song, the Step by Step, Step, step by step, step, Day by Day, <laughs> a fresh start over well, Alan, in a Alan, different Alan, way. If we're gonna sing. We gotta be. We gotta be real. <laughs> all right, you all harmonize. You go. I think we're done. <laughs> step by step, day by day, fresh. <laughs> Start over <laughs> in a different way. Ship by ship, day by day. Fresh start over, different hands of play. Deeper we fall, the stronger we stay. It will be better the second time. Step by step, day by day. day, by day. Not even joking. So today in our uh, podcast, we have another uh, podcaster. We have a podcast? We have a podcast, a podcast. And another podcast host <laughs> who is also in the 
LGBTQ community. Shut up. LGBTQIA, you son of a bitch. Uh, sorry, no you. I son of a bitch. I'm sorry. It's Matt McConkie of Homophilia. Hello. Hey, Thanks Matt. for being here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's nice to podcast in the evening. Yeah. Yes. Oh, do you podcast After during the day? Dark. Like it's Sometimes. a job? I push for doing it in the evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And lately we've been doing that, but it's nice to do it after dark. Yeah. Shoes are off. And yeah. Shoes. Yeah. I, I did take yeah. my shoes off. Oh. I, it's a so relaxed cozy. vibe. I know. Usually I, like I, I really like, I went to the idea of someone taking their shoes off, but I trust that your feet don't yeah. smell. No. I appreciate that very much. I don't think that they do, and if they, they do, don't. Well, I don't care. It no. sets a great yeah. tone. Yeah, yeah it really does. You want to sort of sit on one leg. I actually don't take my shoes off a lot. Put your leg, I'm very insecure about leg. my toes, but I'm wearing socks. Yeah. Well, you're There's insecure about your toes? Very, I, to the point where I will... Like amongst family, curl them up. Just in, oh instinctively. You're <laughs> curling <laughs> them really impressively, by the way. I know. I do have wow. my very do you have limber toes. Training? No. I have I know. great feet. Really? Great feet. I've had foot fetishes compliment my feet. See, <clears throat> like they want me to send pictures of my feet. The one body I part that I support. Yeah. I like my legs. I think I have good legs. You got good legs. Yeah, that's you've never great. seen it, but I have. <laughs> I have seen your shorts. Oh, that's right. You wear shorts this summer. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, this bitch. Uh, um, speaking we... of body parts, uh, Matt, <laughs> which body parts of mine do I hate? <laughs> I love don't... and hate. List them. I, I, I mean, how much time do we have? So much. I will time. say, I had somebody recently. Um, did there's a website called Data Lounge? Do you know about this? Oh, no. I know Data Lounge. I what just discovered lounge? this. Wait, what it's is Data so Lounge? So depressing. It's like the nast. Right? It's like it's, a, it's the a nastiest group. It's a community. It's like a, it's a, oh, it's uh, a low like a Reddit. grade. Yes, Reddit. It, I think yeah. it aspires to be like a gay Reddit, but Reddit is oh. gay Reddit. I mean, yeah, right. Sure. So, but it's gossip based. It's gossipy, and it's also really Wait, like it's gossip- so, it, how do they it, know each other? I don't know, but they, they it's a it's mostly I think older gay men, and they're and it's ri- like they they you describe can it's older gay men. <laughs> well, the the site it also describes itself as being like bitchery and like right. it is the it is literally the most terrifying. Are there nudes? Yeah, I'm sure there are nudes. But yeah. the, the only reason I I'm even aware of it is that I got a. Google alert, oh, no. that, which I shouldn't even have a Google alert for myself. Oh, not, no. Not, not, no one's Googling. It doesn't matter. But uh, And there was a post that was like the Homophilia po- podcast. These guys, oh, no. Dave Holmes and Matt McConkie, does anyone know them? What's oh. their deal? And then there are, you know, like three replies. It's not yeah. like... And uh, the first one is like, oh, I've met Dave and his boyfriend, and they're really cool and surprisingly down-to-earth and uh, really relatable. <laughs> Matt, I don't know him, but I don't really like him. And then they so sort of, I was like, great, fine. But then there was a new update that Dave just showed me last night that was somebody saying, I think— I want to see Matt McConkie's feet. That was wow. it. That was all. I, I think you can make that happen. Yeah. Without like degrading yourself. Just post right? one to Instagram. But I, I am grossed out by feet in general. I mean, I, and I, I might. There's right. no problem with mine, but uh-huh. I don't like. You don't like people feet. admiring your feet? No. Do you wear open toes? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you wear wedges? No. <laughs> A closed toe wedge. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> A closed toe <laughs> wedge. <laughs> I think, do you do open toe? I do. I like Birkenstocks now. It's like my oh, anti. Uh, He's turning into an indigo girl. It's like my, <laughs> it's like my California winter look. I like that jeans look. and well, what Burks. I've been doing a lot is a 
a slide, like a Nike slide, oh. with just full socks on underneath. Oh, I went sure. to the movies this weekend like that. That that I used to think that was, I mean, obviously that was like disgusting, and then it became cool. Then it became right. like fuckboy cool. Then it became like urban cool. Right. Or maybe it was the other way around. But now I'm like, I'm all about it. I don't wear them myself, but I, I do like that look. I do too, and I was being mocked for it, and I sure. found a, a, a GQ mm-hmm. article, and the headline yeah. was literally like, it, here's why socks with sandals are cool and I it's you're just being so, it's only for socks it, with you're the, doing it right and it's only socks with those sandals it's not yeah. like socks with tevas no god no, I still no, never no. got into that like teva yeah. revolution for like hipsters again that made me want to throw myself off a bridge I've been yeah. wearing crocs for like 10 years now I don't but give a fuck that's on brand and it makes sense it's on brand for me yes that's what we're into the weeds on this yeah. um, <laughs> but speaking of like showing parts of your body off yes. besides your feet besides your feet <laughs> there was a recent story in the times about this guy his name's Ross Coburn, love the name. Love yeah. the name. Uh, of course, he's from Texas because his name is Cross. Yep. Um, anyway, he's 20 years old. He's a former city councilman, um, and he lost uh, he lost a recall election last week after his nude grinder photos were mailed to city hall and local media. Mailed? Outlets. They couldn't even email them. Mailed. So they were printed. So okay. So the, he he said he believed that he'd been blackmailed through the dating app, and that the the mayor Brad Bailey and the councilman Kyle Hollier helped orchestrate this recall effort by mm-hmm. going on grinder or i guess getting somebody else to go on grinder soliciting his nudes and se- and sending them via mail yeah which is pretty outrageous um but smart. It's smart. There was a, there were screenshots of a conversation with another man. There were nude photos of him. He doesn't know um, who received the photos. He doesn't know who sent them. Um, and I think it, you know it's it's pretty spooky. I mean, it's it's weird that like was was he out? Yes, he's out. Yeah, he's um, out. And he he regret well. First, he apologized. He, apo- he regrets he retracted, the apology. Yeah, he well, and the apology it. is the craziest part because I think he was so he was sort of ambushed by the mayor, who, yeah. whose reaction yeah. was like, "You, you, you're going to either need to resign or we're right. going to investigate you." And it's like, investigate me for what? For being on ground? Yeah. And I think he was just so he was gaslit into being like, "Oh no, I yes, I did something I, wrong. I, did I something must wrong. apologize." He's also a, a, a poli- not he's politician. 20. He's twenty, but he's a politician in Texas. It's like. Of course he's going to apologize first. Like, yeah. that's your demographic. Like, they're going to react in a really shocking way to nude photos and then get used to it because a lot of crazier shit happens. Are, that because, but that's the question. Are... Uh, are they? Sh- is it shocking now, or should not at all? Should anybody be in shocking ten years, to people in Groves, that, Texas? Brent says this all the time, and I think in it's ten true. years you won't have well, maybe twenty. I don't think you'll have a single congressional candidate that doesn't mm. potentially have nudes somewhere. I'm dying to see Trump's dick. Uh, you are. I am. I really am. I yeah. want to see it so bad. Right, show, uh, show, 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 Alan your your pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I just think it's inevitable, and I think, I think, as a culture, we will be completely comfortable with it within about eight to ten years. That's yeah. right. I, I think really, too. I sincerely believe that. I've and shown I, everyone my deck. You actually have. Yeah. That's yeah, true, I mean, when we talk about it, mix are just full on. It I mean, just both. It just it happens. It's our, our mutual friend Sam and I. It's constant. We're at the spa all the time. It's like oh, dick party. Does not surprise me. Yeah. at all. Well, when it comes to you know. I mean, this is a, a particular instance where it's creepy because it was used against him yeah. in a small town government. Yeah. But you know, in the larger in in, in the larger you know con- context, like where do we fall? What do you guys do? Are you afraid of it? Would you be afraid or scared to see this happen to you? Do you think it's dangerous? Like, what kind of precedent does this set? I well, because you guys know this very well, probably all, most of the listeners know. I am running for senate. <laughs> 
and I have assumed <laughs> yet, since not the yet. not yet you're going to confuse so yet. many people. Alan, Alan will, will be my campaign manager, and if I he am. doesn't agree, he will be beheaded. <laughs> uh, but I've my spent I've spent my entire life uh, assuming that one day I would run for political office. So I have been so cautious. I have never sent an actual nude. I've got some butt pics out there, but not with my face. Right. Mm. And Hard I to get a face in a butt pic. Just <laughs> it's, it's, it's challenging, right? I will show you how. It would have to be like one of those 360 like Facebook pics. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I also think as shitty as this scenario is of like clearly the mayor was soliciting these nude pics to blackmail that guy, obviously. But I also think when you send a nude picture of yourself that includes your face, you have to be comfortable yeah. knowing that someone might screen grab that and it might come back to quote haunt you even though that's bullshit and there is such a thing as revenge porn now yeah you cannot post someone's nude pictures and i think in most states or lots of states yeah without their permission uh but still it's law? like you're si- that is, is a law in california Uh-oh, um bitch. it's actually not <laughs> it's nervous it's not in most it's not in most states <laughs> yeah. it's 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 just it's newly happening across the country mm. where states are adopting this law i i completely i hear you and i do i don't think in 10 years it's going to be that big of a deal because with the internet and we were talking about in the in you know earlier that that kids are everyone the internet is making nudity such an available thing that even for me like I just don't think about nudity I don't think about I don't think about it either and I don't think and now in in our lives you mean I as think, a big deal as a big yeah. deal and I think in our lives like as creative people if a nude pic gets out there of me like. A half the people don't want to see it, and B like it, it couldn't even. It's not going to hurt or help my career. It's just going right. to be like, well, that happened, and then next Tuesday comes. Whereas for this kid who's twenty years old in Texas, I, I think yeah. we should stress the yeah. point that it's Texas. Yeah. yeah, in Texas, a young politician, city council member, city council member who it's it's he's it's really it's a shitty situation yeah. for someone. It's and, especially shitty because if I so he, and he was running for re-election, yes, right? So yeah. he had already mm-hmm. meaning he'd come. Like in high school, or out right out of high school, he's he's becoming a city council member. Yeah, uh, 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 which is like, rad as fuck. I mean, right? Because if I lived in Groves, Texas, or whatever yeah. shithole this is, I would have yeah. been out of there the minute I turned yes, eighteen I and fled to the coast and showing your dicks to someone of in New York. Yeah. And instead, he decided to stare to people who want to see that dick. Yeah, and I mean, and God bless him, he thought he had met somebody who wanted to see right. yeah. true. Well, it's so funny. I mean, I want to see everyone's that, dick. Apparently, according to him, the um, this, the uh, the councilman uh, basically gave him an ultimatum and said that he could choose to resign or that the city would initiate an unspecified investigation. And it's like, how is that not blackmail? Yeah, it is. But also, it's like investigation into what? It's My like penis? You, you can investigate who catfished yeah. me. Right. And is, what, is what's there to investigate? And he wasn't he wasn't in office when he sent the photos, right? No. So it wasn't like on a you know. Oh wait, off- yes he was. Yeah. He was? I think so, because he was allowed to choose choose. So was it on a campaign phone or because that makes it a big that makes it a different situation? I don't no. think it was on a I don't think so. It I think it was campaign. Oh. It was just the mayor didn't want this kid on his city council. Yeah. And so either he or someone he knew went on Grinder yeah. and solicited nude pics. Via a catfish account. Do you think it could hurt? Like, let's take it out of this because this seems yeah. like an anomaly situation. Doesn't most people aren't running for office? But like in a normal job situation, let's say you work at like Wells Fargo corporate or something, mm-hmm. and your boss finds out that there's like a nude picture of you that you sent to someone anonymously floating around. He sees it on Tumblr or something. Can you get fired for that? Almost. I mean. Hmm. So I don't know about legally because you can normally get fired for lots of different things, mm-hmm. and they're you know. Uh, there isn't much 
recourse? Like, yeah. Why would Trump you get fired for, for having for having a picture of because yourself of the, nude? Because if people find out, and it, it, there's like this whole thing about the company, then you being associated with the company, right. and then bringing the company down by that picture, huh. that thing, or that it bad event. Certainly it's be. like people who tweet racist things and they get fired from their jobs, or people who. Yeah. It's literally it's very similar in that mm. like it is a private thing that is being put out into the world. And you have no control over it at this point, and your job can do whatever they want. I right. think the job would more than likely receive the brunt of the internet's rage I think if they so. were firing yeah. someone. I mean, because because like, it's slut shaming. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, but I like even they'll try to fire teachers every once in a while. We talked about this a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. Like a teacher will have made porn, and then yeah. she, she or he becomes a teacher, and they're always like, "Oh, fire them!" And I don't think they are ever even successfully fired. And that's a more quote. Morally uh, sensitive job than yeah. a yeah. bank manager or some shit. Matt, do you are you somebody who's afraid to send out nudes or do you care? I mean, do you give I'd, a shit? I've been off the apps. I've been out of the business of nudes for oh, so get long. Over oh. Oh. Get over your ego. Get over your ego. Only because I I'm in a relationship, but and right, but. In my time Who on is she? the apps, <laughs> um, spill. <laughs> um, I got. I was really. I was thinking my way here. Like, did I ever? Do, the only time I can remember doing it, it was with somebody that I already knew. That I think we then saw each other on one of the apps, and right. I, I and I already sort of knew. We, and my face wasn't in it. Yeah. Also, for me, it was never a moral issue or even a concern of like I'm going to be important and this will come back to bite me i mean yeah. i never had that but Brand. it was mostly no yeah. no i mean I, I mean if you disagree i will crush you uh <laughs> i i so i will support your run for office <laughs> and i'm you. very glad thank you thank you what i'm saying is that i wouldn't have a chance uh to run for office for various other reasons right. yeah. but right. this is not one of them but it has nothing to do with any kind of like moral qualms or anything it's more that i'd never had the confidence to and oh. you know what i mean um, well, let, let me ask. I mean, wait, let's turn this let me, to a special let, wait, moment. But let's ask Elliot. So, for Elliot, for someone like you who has thousands and thousands and thousands of nudes <laughs> yeah. floating around, I have a folder on my phone media. for his nudes. I mean, sure. Yeah, so I can oh hear. I mean, Elliot, but but I think you are of all of us. I think you're the most open to sending. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care because I, I. I don't care. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I guess I care if I was like. I don't know. Have you seen any online? No. Like, has anyone posted no. any? They're on Data no. Lounge. No. Oh, oh God. Jesus Christ. No, I've, they've talked about me on Data Lounge, too. It's I'm terrifying. Sure. i got to look at this Data oh, Lounge. so scary. Um, no, I don't. I mean, I, I don't really care. I'm kind of with Alan. I'm like, so what? Like, yeah. Yeah. But I also have been thinking lately, like, there's, there's a movie coming out, or maybe it's out already, about Gary Hart. Oh, yeah. It's come, it came out. The Front Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just got me thinking, like, man, you know, it, it's... We're in a you world where, like, explain Gary Hart. Right, Gary Hart was the Democratic front runner in the eight, late eighties, or he was running against four. Right? Oh, eighties. Okay, eighty yeah. four. Right, so early eighties. <laughs> he was supposed okay. to was beat George H. W. Bush. No, right? it was eighty eight. It was eighty. It was eighty eight. I was, it was right. Yeah, because he was and running was, against Bush, was, right? Yes. Yeah. And basically, he got That's caught. Weird. In, I've never been wrong. Huh. His campaign man didn't he was was he sleeping with he was sleeping with um uh oh, no, he, he met it actually it turned out to be. I mean, it's like G-rated right, in comparison that's what I'm to saying. scandals yeah. today. Mm-hmm. But it was a picture of an affair that he yes. had on a one-night boating trip. Right. And the woman sat on his lap, and it became a joke on the Golden Girls. Yeah. And it like it just it just was an innocent thing. But it ruined his. But it, his, but it was his the campaign. start of this sort of like, you know, basically like 
going into politicians' private lives, sexual lives, and talking about right. these things. And I'm and I and I just had it just got me thinking because you know in, in just in the context of this this guy, it's like Jesus, like. You know, Gary Harden did like a little thing. It it ruined his career. Yeah, basically, literally. Clinton, you know, not even a decade or maybe a decade or four so years later. Four years later. Not no four years. Yeah, yeah. ninety two is when he. Yeah. Is that no no? But is that when he? Not, yeah. That's not when he was with Monica. But no, but ninety two was when he was with uh, Jennifer Flowers. Oh right, yeah. right, right. And obviously, like all the sexual, you know, all that stuff followed Clinton, but the Lewinsky scandal is what it was, you know, that had the enormity of, of something. Well, but Clinton won with right. a sex scandal but, but, following But that's it. what I'm saying. It's like, look at the way that time, look at how, like, attitudes, I mean, obviously that garnered a lot of hatred from the Republican Party, and but even outside of government, it's like the way that things have, yeah. sex tapes are now a calling card. Yeah. <laughs> sex yeah. tapes are a way to start a career, a sex tape. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when, when I think about this, this guy in, in Texas, it's like, God, this such these are small um such i was gonna say small beans that's not the word right <laughs> no, i don't think so small potatoes small potatoes, small potatoes. you have a president no who i'm pretty sure it's small on. beans right. <laughs> and, and you have a president who was a pissed on who slept with yeah. stormy daniels yeah. and like nobody cares like no nobody cares, cares. Yeah. which is ultimately could that be the only good thing that trump delivers to our country <laughs> right because i don't think we should outside of uh, you know Profoundly immoral behavior that's that's hurting others. Uh, why why should we care? And I well, think yeah. that's why I don't care. But people yeah. do care when it is a queer person. Yes. With that, it, and it's yeah. such a good indicator of where we're at in terms of acceptance. Because it's like, sure, a, a, an out gay man can be on city council, but he better not be sexual. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. The, that's the bummer of it all. I yeah. think. I, I, yeah, I think that's that's kind of where it lands. It's like, I don't know. Although in the in a in a bigger scheme, I'm also like. This is obviously an interesting, you know, anomaly, like Alan said, but but ultimately, in a, like a bigger scale, it's like, would people care if like Holland Taylor the <laughs> rest the wrong choice? <laughs> oh, I love this. Do you, by, Wait, by the way, do you what remember is Taylor's sex game? Do you remember oh, when no. Danny Pintaros? Yes. Uh, grinder picks manhunt in like oh, manhunt in like oh four. Yes, or I remember, and because I, I remember what they looked like. And yes, and me too. And they were so depressing. So depressing. <laughs> so Danny Pintaro was obviously for those who don't know, Danny Pintaro was the gayest kid of all time on Who's, Who's the, the Boss. boss? Mm-hmm. Yes, and he he obviously wasn't out until the aughts. Um, he was out when he was. <laughs> well, yeah, he was out when he was three on that show. But like, yeah, he didn't come out until he was like in his twenties or right. something. And someone leaked pictures of him on Manhunt, which was yes. the you know the the hookup app for gay monsters before Grinder, and it was they were so depressing. Yeah, just just the, the light, not because of him, but just the lighting. Yeah, what they he looked, looked sad. Like. Yeah, it was bleak. And I was like, I don't. It's it, it's interesting because I don't think I've ever seen. Many nude pictures. I, sh- I haven't seen many nude pictures in which people look really happy. They are right. kind of somber. Do you guys give? Like, do you guys picks. blanch at the idea of like? I mean, remember also like Brad Pitt. It was that there was that one picture that ha- that God, showed that up. Changed my Wait, life. What picture? What picture? The Brad Pitt with Gwyneth Paltrow on the boat. Oh my God! Ninety-five was a great year. You could just yeah, right? Was that? <laughs> no, was, I'll tell you exactly what happened. It was ninety-five. It was right it after just seven. Him, like, came nude out. on a beach, right? No, it wasn't on a beach. It was on a boat. They were on holiday, yeah. and paparazzi got pictures of them. And he put his dick between his legs and did a whole like swan. Oh, that is not what I'm thinking. 
Aw, best moment yeah. ever. What are you thinking of? Great. I think just him like uh, running or just him like running. Orlando Bloom did it recently. Yes. Uh, all celebrities do it. And also, Bloom's was d- yeah. so pathetic because it was so contrived. Right. He was like on but it was a boat with like a semi. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was, like paddling. He's obviously ripped and he had literally a semi. And it's I didn't like, mind were, it. This was so staged. Right. But think about like that's so it's such an interesting place to be at where it's like, yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. who cares? And I do wonder, like Matt, like you said, if anybody gives a shit if they're I mean this this guy is a different story in, in, in a small Texas town but sure. does anybody care if like Cheyenne I feel like we've seen Cheyenne Jackson had yeah, like a I rumored yeah I just assume video. those are available if, exactly. you know what I mean if we I dig far enough, dig deep enough they're out there I think that's why I don't care because it's like yeah like like Brent was saying it's like eventually nobody yeah. it's not gonna matter yeah. lots of people above 35 do care still which yeah. is why hmm. even though he was honest about it which I think is what sets this slightly apart from others quote sex scandals that's why ultimately he sounds like he lost his recall because lots of people presumably older people in this I'm guessing small town in Texas yeah. uh, so much Wikipedia that just mm-hmm. to be sure uh, lots of people still care yeah Matt, you said earlier that, like you didn't when you were on Grinder and stuff, you mm-hmm. didn't send nudes because of just lack of confidence. Like what what was it about that that kept you from doing that? Because the so it's so pervasive on Grinder to send nudes. That's Happy yeah, I, I, I mean, it was it's just your run of the mill sort of body shame. That, you know sure. what I mean? Just oh, like self image stuff. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar. Grinder is very fun to me. There's lots of people who don't send nudes on Grinder. Yeah, I know there are, but I mean, the grab app. Almost feels like it's 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 applauding you to do it. Yeah, it's like I'm, once I'm, you I'm to not do even it. talking. I mean, n- nudes are included, but I'm talking about just bi- body stuff in general, yeah. like that. Ju- just exposing the torso or expo- any of it mm-hmm. was treacherous. I did do it, but didn't usually get the response that one would. Right, sure. From it. Do you know how I get Sorry. a body picture? I will. I'll take like half a Xanax. Ooh. I'll go to like the mall or some place that will have dozens of mirrors, <laughs> and I will go into like one at a time to try to get a good picture. Usually, it takes hundreds. Like you know, wow. mean a fitting room? Yeah, fit like a fitting room. Oh. Yeah, 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 I hate yeah. fitting rooms. That's why I buy. The, and the I lighting return. is bad, but if you if you have like fifteen of them, you'll find one that's good. Yeah, you just gotta get one of those that's ring good. lights. <clears throat> Um, yeah, yeah. I have one of those in there. It, it's not. Uh, it doesn't do anything. Do you have a big one? No, oh, I just I have, have a the, big one. the phone case. Yeah, that's the problem. You got to get the big one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, these are. This is for uh, podcast <laughs> photos, not for nudes. <laughs> oh, no. Mine is also for nudes. <laughs> podcast photos. <laughs> podcast because it's such a visual it's medium. Very important <laughs> to capture the moment. You know. <laughs> well, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think you brought up some. Great points. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I, I encourage all of you to be naked more often. You all yeah. are beautiful, lovely creatures. Yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I just I'm I don't care. I just like I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, that's, the, care. that's the appropriate. Would you go to a nude better. beach though? Yes, you would. I have. Um, Matt, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Obviously, people can listen to you on Homophilia. Yes, you can listen to Elliot Glazer in one of our yes, yes, that's true. And it's a great and these podcast. two future guests, right? It here. really is a great Absolutely. podcast. You guys thank should be you. proud. Yeah, yeah, it is wonderful. Your co-host is Dave Holmes, who we also love very much. Yeah, and we're also he's from St. Louis, like me. St. Louis, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Where else can people find you if you want them to find you uh, anywhere? I'm on Grinder. Okay. (laughs) Um, Wiki feet. I'm yeah. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Matt McConkey. Matt McConkey. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, guys. 
So I know I've been telling you guys this, but I have been using Robinhood recently, which is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, and all of it's commission-free. And what I like about them, what, what I like about Robinhood, I should say, is that they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy, not just Elliot Glazer. Uh, it's basically a non-intimidating way for someone to deal with the stock market, newcomers like myself. And it's been really great. The, I hope Kevin Costner's involved. Why? Because he's Robin Hood. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Are there cost and commission fees? Not on Robin Hood. See, other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robin Hood doesn't charge commission on fees or trade stocks, and you can keep all of your profits. But, like, how easy is it to use? It's simple. It's intuitive. The design is very clear. There's easy-to-understand charts and market data. There's, you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone, and it lets you stock collections. Yeah. Wow. It's really easy. So can you learn by doing? Oh, of course. You can learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a news feed personalized to you. And there's custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. So the exciting thing for us is Robinhood is actually giving giving our listeners a free stock like free? Apple, Ford, or Sprint That's to crazy. help build their portfolio. That's right. So, so they can sign up at worse.robinhood.com. That's worse.robinhood.com. Because this podcast is called You're Making It Worse. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Kevin Costner's not involved. And another thing. And another thing. Therapy. Therapy. Love therapy. Yeah. Who loves therapy? I, I do. do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I've, I love therapy. and um, You've had the same therapist for a while. I have. I think it should be mandated that everybody do therapy. Once. All the time. Sure. I think everybody should be in constant therapy. I think it's so important. I think well, it's so helpful. Constant, but therapy is yeah. a helpful thing that could yeah. enhance your life in different moments. Oh, I think everybody should be in it constantly. Yeah. I do. Like, I like do. every day? I, I will no, say, no, I no. think once you're like, once you're six months or a year deep, it becomes, you become like entrenched in it. And, it, and then. And then, like you know, you you eventually stop going to the therapist. And you're like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna navigate my life? And like, you get antidepressants. Yeah, you get back to like, I, what I'm trying to say is like, there's um, there's an inertia that I think therapy provides mm -hmm. that you know it feels great when you're in it, but like you know the idea is that they're tr they're trying to get you to the point where you don't have to be in therapy all the time. Right. Unless they're like an analyst who's like, yeah. right, right. never leave. They don't I fucking hate also a different. A therapist is something that you, ideal, you, know, you could have forever, whereas a psychiatrist is something that you want to work out of. You want right. to... A psychiatrist is, is an MD. Yes, but you... I mean, and that's the thing. Like, a therapist is someone that you could just have all the time. Uh-huh. Just a, a trusted confidant that you pay and you go to, and they are educated, and they, they know the science of what's going on, but at the same time... They're not prescribing you drugs or anything. So that's one that you would have forever, whereas a psychiatrist is actually yeah. the one that you actively want to work towards not needing. I love my therapist. I've been seeing him for five years or so. Mm -hmm. Before that, I was seeing a therapist. I was not in therapy for a little while, and before that, I was, and I loved that therapist as well. But I've certainly had my fill of, like, weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you have to, I think, you know, for somebody who's listening and hasn't thought about therapy and wants to get into it, I always think it's a matter of finding the right person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot like dating, I think. And uh, Do you ever do this? Whenever I'm in the waiting room waiting for my therapist to come get me, uh, I have this weird thing where I, when they 
answer the door, when they open the door to the waiting room, I have to always, like, pretend I'm surprised to see him. Really? Yeah, it's a little, every time I'm like, oh, as if, like, I'm not eagerly waiting, and, like, if he's 30 seconds late, I'm like, well, I'm paying for that 30 seconds. Wait, really? That's so interesting. And, and yeah, so he'll answer the door. He'll open the door. Why don't you talk to him about this? And I've thought about it. <laughs> he'll open the door, and I'm like, oh, oh, every time. Oh, That's so funny. Oh, okay. I guess we could, we could start. Wow. And I, like, run to the room. Yeah, I've been in therapy. When my parents divorced when I was a kid, we used to, we used to have to go to this uh, therapy group called Kids in the Middle. And we'd have to, and all wow. my siblings would have to, like, go through it and then all throughout my childhood I had different types of therapy and then as I got older um, I I needed more extensive help mental help so I went <laughs> no and, surprise there yeah you know, <laughs> and uh, and I am proudly currently on three different antidepressants Yay! well butrin Lexapro and Ativan as needed you never quit bragging <laughs> yeah um, but no I so I have a psychiatrist yeah. that prescribes me my medication to keep my mood stable and I have um, <laughs> my therapist who yeah. helps me Understand the moods Process when they the aren't moods. stable. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Here. But I mean, but the reason why I have the drugs, and I think it's, I think it's really important that people talk about the antidepressants that they're on because we talk about sure. Truvada like it's a them. fucking, you know, yeah. like it's nothing. But when we talk about antidepressants, it's like, oh, you're a special case. And I love my medication. It's not like yeah. I, I, <laughs> I do. I have chronic anxiety. Mm-hmm, I, sure. you know, and I, I, it's, it can be crippling at times and very overwhelming. And I also have uh, just sort of constant depression issues that come up, and so. Same. Mm-hmm. I take the medication, and it seems to be doing well. This is also why you were just Jewish from go. I know. Yeah. You were know. Jewish it is from true. go. I know. I do, I do always. Fucked. I've told this story on stage before. But <laughs> I've told the story on stage before, but it is one of my favorites where I, I always try to become— I think everyone does this where we want to be our therapist's favorite client, and I always try to get to know them the best. <laughs> yeah. And I once asked a therapist I had in New York, I asked her what neighborhood she lives in. <laughs> Oh, right. And she told me, I don't feel comfortable telling you that, yeah, which I yeah. maintain is the lowest point of my life. <laughs> I, don't think that, I, don't, I don't think that's insane. Why would you ask that? Because I was like trying to like get to know her. I think I was pushing the boundaries. Well, you I know, did that with professors in college. I would like ask them vaguely. I remember on multiple occasions being in college professors' uh, offices during office hours mm. and asking a question that I could tell like pushed the boundaries. Yeah. You're very, and you're not you, – it's not you um, searching. You're just very polite. And you're a very uh, a very polite person who likes to engage in conversation. Well, thank you. And I think I, so too. But I, th- I do sometimes have. I think that power dynamic. I do try to kind of take them down a peg. Almost, yeah, in with, a weird way. With therapy, I mean, also you know, to speak to what kind of therapist you see, I've always done well with a social worker. Yes, me too. Versus a, uh, I guess a psychi- uh, um, psychologist. Psychologist, yeah. yeah. And I think the, the therapist that you probably saw was probably a psychologist, where they are more buttoned up than social workers who are they a little do bit tend more willing. Yeah, yeah, they're more social workers are more willing to pl- play on on your field and maybe offer things about their life or maybe offer, you know, help contextualize things by not making it sound so um, existential. Yeah, I definitely don't want that. I I have a psychologist and I I don't... Oh, you want that With all of my doctors, I have a complete divide. I am not a nice person to them. I am very... (laughs) I'm not. I'm very... I don't want to be there. I don't like doctors. You're like me at the gym. I'm not here to make friends. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there to be friends. I had this one experience with an oncologist, not a therapist, 
therapist who every time he would see me, he would talk about, st- and it would be like, I'm dealing with cancer shit, and he wants to talk about fucking stand-up comedians oh, and get my opinions on them, and I'm like, oh, I don't give a awful. fuck. Am I going to live yeah. or not? Yeah. What that's the fuck awful. is your problem? Yeah. So that's now awful. I just have a rule. I don't get personal with doctors. Yeah, it's that so funny because really Brent, funny. I would never, yeah. I would never actually think uh, I'd want to be my cl- my therapist's like favorite client. To me, oh. it's it's I, I I like him, but there's no there's no part of me that wants to appease him in that in that kind of way. Yeah, I don't want I don't want there to be. I mean, he knows a lot about me, but yeah. I don't, that there is no need for me to want to. Uh, that yo, bro, impress him. You don't yeah. want to impress him. Yeah, I want to impress him with my growth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. That is what she said. <laughs> what would your aunt say? What would your aunt say about something on today's show, Brent? I once sent your uncle a nude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it took a while because I had to print it out and send mail it to him. He lived in Missouri at the time. My aunt Joanne would say, um, "You have to pay for uh, this revenge porn." <laughs> my aunt Joanne is the fiddler on the roof. Incidentally, <laughs> you have to pay. She's the most Jewish my, voice. My aunt Anne would say. I saw your penis as a baby. I don't know why you're showing it off to everyone. It's not that big. <laughs> I hope, hope it's grown with your body since then. It hasn't. <laughs> it's not. Well, on that sad, sad note, I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. I'm H. Micropenis Alan Scott. But it's not. You, it's not. You, you go through phases where you'll talk about how big your dick is. and then and Do then, I talk about how big no. it is? I swear to God, in I New would, York, you'd be like, I've got I, a big dick. I've never talked about how big my dick is. I, I have never. Maybe that's just Elliot. I would Whatever. never do right. that. It's a good show.